At Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union, your financial well-being matters. And they're with you every step of the way through your financial journey. Seriously, Affinity Plus has real people to talk to, people who care, and who can offer financial coaching through all stages of your life when you need it. And did you know that financial coaching is free at Affinity Plus as just one of the many member benefits? It's true. You get amazing benefits at Affinity Plus where you're more than a member. You're an owner in the not-for-profit cooperative. Invest in you and get a load of benefits. Continue your financial journey by stopping into the Brainerd Lakes branch on Edgewood Drive in Baxter to speak to one of their knowledgeable employees and bring your financial questions. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today our guest is Baxter City Administrator Brad Shabulis. Brad, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks, Ken. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks, yeah. Tess. Mm-hmm. Great to have you along to uh, talk about what's going on in Baxter as we, uh, well, head deeper and deeper into the fall. Huh? <laughs> exactly. It's two, two, two seasons, construction season, then we get fall slash winter. And winter, <laughs> yep. Well, well, let's talk about that construction because you had a number of big projects. Are you wrapping them up on time? Everything's looking good? Well, Mother Nature hasn't been too kind to us this year, uh, especially in the last month or so. Yeah. I think 16 and a half inches of rain in the month of September, so that doesn't allow for much work to be done Mm -hmm. on our roadways. But, uh, yeah, as you indicated, Ken, uh, we had a busy season. Uh, We opened up Cypress Drive, which was a two-year project, and... I have nothing but, but heard wonderful things about that and the connection that I'm going to give you a hug time. after the show. Yeah. Because <laughs> for me, it's just. It's going to be a JJY sandwich. Because <laughs> I'm going to get to. No, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's so it, nice to have open. It's, it's great to be able to have more direct routes from point A to point B and yes. then having to utilize back roads or the 371 highway system. So. Yes. Yeah. And so. Not only that project, uh, but we are doing uh, FDR projects on Memorywood and Fairview Road, which we are just trying to wrap up. Mm-hmm. But as I indicated, Mother Nature uh, wasn't too kind to us, so we had to push back a few projects. Uh, Industrial Park Boulevard, mm-hmm. uh, which was scheduled after we opened up Cypress. Uh, however, uh, that has been pushed back to 2020, as okay. has the Greenwood um, FDR project. Uh-huh. Uh, with that, we are trying to wrap up uh, other improvements that we started up this year, uh, Knollwood and Mapleton Road over by the middle school and where the new elementary yeah. is. We had to get that open by the time school started uh, yeah. uh, after it, Labor Day. and It looks good, by the we, way. We, mm-hmm. we, we were pushing our luck there, but we did get it done. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, however, you know, we're still doing work on what would be the extension of Jasperwood, which would be the new entry in, or the entry into the new elementary school. Okay. So you know, we're working on a borrowed clock at this point in time, but we're hoping to get the work done yet this fall. If not, we'll finish it up first part of 2020. Uh, Brad, when you uh, you mentioned you already pushed a couple of projects to next year, does that tend to push other projects even further back, or do you just try and uh, cross your fingers and hope the weather cooperates and really go full bore for next year? We'll be going full board next year. Right. Obviously, we have contracts that have already been executed for the work that's being pushed on to 2020. Right. And then we have the work that is scheduled to commence in 2020. Um, really, there's two projects that are worth to note. Uh, worthy of note for 2020, and that is Excelsior Road, just to the west of the roundabout at Cypress Drive. Okay. So finishing that up to 371. 
So that we'll have all new road system within that quadrant. Uh, down from uh, Excelsior Golf Course down to 210. And then Fairview in front of Super One and Baxter Cafe and uh, the businesses along that little strip. So we're basically getting to a point where that's the last segment of that quadrant okay. that needs to be repaired or replaced. And so that'll be going on next summer, as well as what we're defining as the South Interceptor, North Forest View, Sewer Water, and Street Extension. That's in the south east quadrant of of the city, just east of 371, okay. an established residential neighborhood that the the road system has reached its lifespan and needs to be reconstructed, <laughs> and it's one of the areas that does not have sewer and water, and we're pushing sewer and water through okay. that neighborhood. Okay. So those are the, the three big projects for next year. Very good. There we go. Now we know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else is happening that uh, our listeners should be aware of? Well, um, many people don't know. They take for granted our recreational programming in the city of Baxter. We're very lucky that we've been able to partner with School District 181 for the last 10 years to partner with them to provide programming uh, within the city of Baxter, recreational programming within mm-hmm. the city of Baxter. Yeah. And it's been that way for 10 years. And so uh, with anything, we want to take a step back um, and are seeking comments and opinions from those that utilize the program or, or area residents that might want to utilize the program mm-hmm. or see some improvements. So right now we have an online survey that is available through um, the city's website. Uh, if you go on to www.baxtermn.gov and onto the news page, you will see a link to an online survey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are asking people to tell us what is going well with our programming, what improvements we can make, and then also to find out if there are any programs, uh, programming out there that we are not hitting for youth and even an adult. Mm-hmm. Right now, all of our programming is geared towards the youth. We want to hear and, and understand if there are any programming opportunities out there um, within the adult community as well. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. And it sounds like this is strictly uh, for recreational opportunities as opposed to talking about facilities when it comes to park and rec. Correct. Okay. Correct. You know, we, they, they're hand in hand, you know, but at the same time, we've been doing what we've been doing for the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm biased. I believe that we're doing it well, um, but we want to reach out and find out if that is the case mm-hmm. and what can we do to improve it. Um, if there's, a, out of the survey, if there is a, an identification of programming, then we've got to take that as a, as a group and step back and identify what that means. Mm-hmm. And if there's the opportunity to implement it within our existing system or if we have to program that into a capital improvement plan. Very interesting. Cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, What else is going on? Well, um, as we indicated at the beginning of the program, we are getting into the fall season. So with that, uh, we on October 14th through November 8th, Baxter residents uh, will be able to drop their leaves off at Hengel Construction over there on west side of town, about five miles west. Um, There's information regarding that uh, on the city's website. Uh, but it's typically a Monday through Saturday. Uh, the yard is closed on Sundays. Okay. Uh, but, uh, again, it's, it's to provide leaf disposal um, for Baxter residents at no cost. I was going to uh, ask if there was a cost. At no cost. <laughs> however, if you bring brush or, or limbs or uh, tree, tree limbs, debris, tree limb yeah. debris <laughs> there is a small fee, and I would have you contact Hingle uh, to find out what that is. 
Wonderful. And, and just to clarify, there's no burning of leaves in the city of Baxter? Or is <laughs> well, there? There's not supposed to be burning of leaves in the city of <laughs> well, Baxter? <laughs> I would indicate that the contact of the police department as to, to when it's allowed and when it's not allowed. Um, with all the rain, it might be okay to do it on the edges of town, obviously not in a more urban and dense area. Right. Um, but uh, and It goes without saying, if you're going to burn leaves, I believe you have to have a permit. Have to have a permit, correct, yeah. and contact the police department, which leads into the other hobby uh, or, or season that we're entering into, which is hunting season. Mm-hmm. And uh, the city of Baxter has historically allowed for some type of hunt or some level of hunting uh, within the corporate limits over the years and uh, earlier about two months ago we adopted the hunting map for 2019. This map identifies the areas where there's hunting not allowed, where the areas in which bow hunting only is allowed and then where firearms and bow hunting uh, both are allowed. Right. Obviously the less denser areas the 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 more opportunities that there are to hunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's new this year is that the city of Baxter, through its police department, does require you to register in order to hunt. Of course. Uh, that way, uh, we know who's hunting and where they're hunting. Um, with that, um, we do have um, publicly owned property, city owned property, that isn't utilized for public purposes mm-hmm. and. We have found from time to time people hunting on that ground, and it's not that we don't want them to have the opportunity to hunt, but we just want to know who's on the property. So, Gotcha. Uh, historically, we haven't required it, but this year, just so that we have an understanding of, of who and mm-hmm. who's out there and where they're at, so that if in case of emergency, we have details of the of the individual and the location in which they're hunting. So right. uh, for those that want to learn more about that, I would um, direct them to our website, again, www.baxtermn.gov. Okay. My friends in Baxter tell me you have a large urban deer population in Baxter, but don't we all? (laughs) Yeah, no kidding, especially this time of year. (laughs) That's uh, part of the equation of living up here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, very true, very true. All right, Brad, I know there's been a number of construction projects underway. Are any of those close to wrapping up at this point? Well, uh, anybody who drives by can see the improvements that are being made to some of the private development that's going on. Uh, Firehouse Subs is under construction there by Sleep Number. Oh, uh, okay. In, in the uh, very northerly end of the building. Um, and Tess, every time I've been here, has talked about, about when is Chipotle, Chipotle going to open? Um, I know she, she doesn't say hi, Brad. She just says, "Is Chipotle, Chipotle. open yet?" Know, if, I, if I had a dollar for every time that was asked to me, I'd be a rich You'd man. You'd be rich. But uh, no, uh, the progress is going very well uh, with those two developments. Um, and it's Five Guys that's going in there. Five Guys and Burgers and Chipotle, along with the Verizon store. Yes, the Verizon store is open. Is open there? Yep. They, they've recently moved from their previous location just north uh, near the Carpet One building. Uh, they're open. Uh, five guys, I don't have a timeline, but obviously improvements being made. And mm-hmm. then Chipotle, I know that they're looking November. Um, they had submitted a, a application for a beer license and okay. had that approved by the city council mm-hmm. at the last meeting. And in their application notified that they... Um, it would be a November through June okay. uh, license because okay. we typically go from July to June. I see. All right. And so it's a partial so year, but maybe they identified November. 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 Sometime. 
I'm sure you'll text me when you know for sure, right? <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll do it. So I'll, I shut up and go leave you alone. Let's just hope they open before you're back again next month. Yeah. Grass, so she's not pulling on your coat. Uh, we'll All make right. sure. We'll do, we'll do a singogram or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that just, just allows Tess to fully know that it's, that it's open. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate it. No problem. Anything okay. else that we've got opening up? We've got Firehouse. you got Five Guys. you got Chipotle. A lot of food places opening up. A lot of food places opening up. Um, we've got uh, apartments that are being constructed there on Clearwater. Okay. Another one that is uh, targeted to start on uh, Grand Oaks Drive okay. uh, this fall. And then next month there will be an announcement of um, a development proposed for or planning for two, 2020 mm-hmm. uh, that will happen in the southeast corner of the intersection of uh, I'll drive Mapleton County Road 48 intersection. Oh, interesting. About, yeah. Okay. Very good. And All right. So. And um, last time, or earlier this summer, you were here talking about a proposed uh, pedestrian crossing of some kind over 371. Whatever happened on that discussion? Sure. Um, it was part of a pedestrian uh, bridge study that was completed by SRF, a consulting firm, transportation consulting firm out of the Twin Cities. Council approved or accepted that plan, and we are now uh, planning for 2020 to get into a feasibility study, which kind of gets into the nuts and bolts and mm-hmm. allows us to fully understand if it's physically possible at the locations that the study had uh, recommended. And, and what so, were those locations for those who aren't familiar with sure, what we talked about? Sure. Uh, I'd be at the intersection of Clearwater and 371, Okay, essentially. Got it. And so there were several options that were outlined in there. There's one in particular that is the preferred, which would be mm-hmm. going uh, just north of the banks and utilizing uh, some open space uh, in between the Target and Riverwood there. And, sure. And mm, uh, between Best Buy and, and First National Bank there. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Very good. Wow. And so, so yeah, so 2020, we're going to get into the feasibility of it and get a better understanding of if it's physically possible, so that's along with some better cost estimates. Yeah. Um, especially since the initial study didn't get into the soft costs, the real estate costs, things of that nature. So we're we're excited in, in doing, getting that to the next step in in the review or study, mm-hmm. right part of the project, and so. Uh, the goal or objective is to have that done and really put together a timeline as to when we can realistically see that project come to fruition. Uh, so obviously, stay tuned, kind of thing. Right? Yeah. So obviously, I mean, it's a large pr- sticker mm-hmm. price, yeah. and and obvi- you know, with that comes you know, financial planning mm-hmm. and right. looking for partners if that's the state or federal government, things of that nature that we have to explore um, to the fullest extent possible before we pull the trigger and put a, sure. a, a start date or, yeah. or a commencement date. Makes sense. It's fascinating when uh, you look at how that comes from idea mm-hmm. stage to through all the studies and feasibility mm-hmm. and yeah. costs and, and then planning for how do we pay yeah. for this and so on and so forth. These things just yeah. don't happen overnight, do they? No, they don't. Uh, I, just like anybody who does financial planning for themselves, their families, <laughs> or for their business, it doesn't happen overnight. It's right. done organically, and it's the same with a local unit of government like a city or a county or a state. There's a due process that we go through mm-hmm. to make sure that the investment being made is in the best interest of the city, its residents, and the, the people within the, the general area yeah. as well. Gotcha. Uh, yep. Very good. Cool. 
All right. Well, Brad, thank you so much for being here again to talk about uh, things happening in the city of Baxter, and we'll look forward to having you back uh, again soon. Sounds great. Thank you, Ken. Thank Thank, you, Tess. Thank you. Brad Chapoulis is the Baxter City Administrator. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. And we remind you that Community Focus is available anytime online on our website at 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union.